Logical, the OAE's first, and still the only regular legal podcast. My name's Tim Elliott, and as always, our expert is the managing partner of the Dubai-based legal firm HPL Yamalaba and Plethka here in Dubai. Ludmilla Yamalaba, nice to see you. Great to see you too, Tim. Thanks for being here. Now, in this episode of Logical, it's everything you need to know about the mental health law in the UAE. It's been a hot topic, certainly in the last few years. Um, Ludmilla, what's the UAE's position on this subject, in particular at a legislative level? Is there a specific regulatory framework governing mental health? Well, yes, indeed. In fact, interestingly enough, the UAE has just recently passed a brand new law on this very topic. And this is law number 10 of 2023, um, a UAE federal law regarding mental health. So this this law is very specific to this very specific uh, topic, which is the mental health. The law was issued very recently, only at the end of November of 2023. So at the time we're recording this, the law is only about two months old. Um, so this is a huge step forward and quite a fundamental legislative development. Uh, and at a very high level, the, the law constitutes a monumental step in the treatment of and care of mental health patients. Is it the first time that the UAE's had a, a specific regulation on mental health? Not exactly, but um, uh, certainly at this level uh, and at this scope of uh, of the legislative development, it, this is uh, truly a, a fundamental um, uh, progress. Uh, but there was a previous law, and that was law fe- uh, federal law number twenty eight of uh, nineteen eighty one. So you can imagine the uh, just by the virtue of how old that law was and the scope of the previous uh, um, rights and conditions attached to this particular. Uh, particular uh, topic. Uh, And so that law was uh, um, uh, regarding detention and treatment of mentally uh, what's called uh, disordered patients. Obviously, there's a translation from Arabic, uh, but uh, it was a fairly old law uh, from the 80s era, and it was specifically focused on treatment of mentally uh, of, of mental patients. That law was less substantive in its scope and in its uh, terms and generally only covered cases where immediate hospitalization was required. Uh, so it was not so much preemptive, uh, but rather reactive. Uh, the new uh, mental health law specifically canceled that previous law altogether. Uh, so it's not an add-on or a supplement uh, to the previous law. It specifically basically made the old law kind of go away. Way altogether. Okay, so this is a very new law. It's a welcome progression, I guess. You mentioned that the mental health law is quite substantive. So talk me through the significant aspects that we, we should all be aware of, we should note. Yes, so there are a number of significant aspects that are addressed in this law. Uh, one, it introduces multiple concepts uh, that were not previously defined in legislation outside of premises of medical laws and medical malpractice laws. Uh, so, for instance, it introduces and promotes proactive and protective uh, diagnosing, uh, di- diagnosis uh, for patients uh, that ultimately aims to protect uh, the mental health patient's well-being, improvement, and treatment. It also aims to uphold the highest standards of patient care and, and transparency. And this is specifically set out in Articles 2, 9, and 10, uh, which is quite detailed. 
next, uh, the law also specifically tackles the right to accessible psychiatric uh, and mental health care for minors. And this is obviously a huge uh, development of itself. Uh, and this, with regards to the minors in particular, it includes uh, the minors' rights to accessible treatment, uh, including for cases of substance abuse, uh, and education and accessible specialized facilities for minors. And so anything to do with regards to uh, minors or, uh, or care for minors in terms of the mental health treatment, uh, specifically addressed in Articles 11 and 15. So if you were to describe the general inclination of this mental health law, what would it be? Um, so, as I guess perhaps one would predict at this point in time, uh, the, uh, the, uh, the, the main objective of the law is to, is to protect uh, the mental health patients' rights. Uh, so perhaps the previous laws were more uh, dealing with um, how do you treat with somebody who requires hospitalization, for example. This is kind of in advance. How do we help mental health patients to get better uh, to avoid further um, uh, further complications. Uh, so the specific articles on patients' rights, uh, whether in relation to their general rights or rights when ac- accessing the psychiatric care, uh, constitute perhaps the most substantive part of the law. So there's a significant part of the law that specifically deals with patients' rights. Uh, so this is truly um, uh, kind of hot off the press, if you will, because uh, the UAE never had anything even close to to that in terms of the uh, specifics and the level of detail uh, that sets out uh, um, who and how and uh, uh, under what conditions are, uh, have to protect uh, mental health patients' uh, rights. And this includes, for example, um, I think it gets even more specific in terms of, for example, confidentiality of mental health patients' medical records uh, and something we didn't really have before specifically addressed, a right to consent or refuse certain proposed treatment, also very important, and right to um, obtaining a comprehensive psychological and social care plan. Uh, so, and these specific articles or uh, provisions are addressed in Articles 9, 10, 11. Uh, so, as you can tell just by the number of articles that I'm rattling out, uh, this, these, these subjects and sub-subjects are quite important and therefore addressed in more place than one in the law. Uh, so, um, just at a high level, uh, there is not just a legal framework in terms of, okay, now mental, uh, uh, mental uh, health patients are now are a protected class, if you will, but also all the facilities and um, uh, the specific requirements uh, that uh, uh, medical pr- professionals have to follow are quite specifically uh, uh, detailed in the law. Overall, Ludmilla, who can access mental health or, I guess, psychiatric care facilities? And for, for what reasons can they be accessed? So the mental health patients uh, that require admission to a psychiatric health facility, um, there are now basically sort of separate categories for that. And the the categories depend on, one, basically the mental state of the patient, and the two, the extent uh, and the need of need for treatment. Uh, So this is quite specifically addressed in the law in various articles, from 17 to Article 22. Uh, And uh, just in more specific uh, terms, for example, there are two types of two types of admissions, and they're quite um, uh, uh, quite specifically uh, set out in the law. And that's one type of admission is voluntary admission, and then the other one is um, uh, required admission. 
And both of these types of admissions are regulated and are subject to very specific requirements. Um, some of these requirements include, for example, comprehensive assessment to determine the need for admission, and then also assessment to determine required treatment and the social care plan. Uh, also, a set of duration for compulsory treatment. So, uh, what is uh, uh, so when the patient is being admitted against their will, ultimately, what is the duration during which they can actually be admitted? Uh, and the law specifies that that the default uh, period for this is forty-five days. Uh, compulsory admission can be renewed or the period can be renewed beyond the 45 days uh, based on the committee's, basically the medical committee's uh, decision, uh, which uh, has to be issued on the basis of the treating physician's recommendations. Ludmilla, the mental health law I'm reading has expressly stipulated the creation of a control and follow-up committee. So a couple of questions. What's the role of this committee and how will mental health patients' rights be regulated? Uh, yeah, well noted, and uh, this deserves a specific, a spe- special attention, perhaps. And this is, as you rightfully said, the creation and the development of this brand new committee. And this is the, right. the this is control and follow up committee, basically for specifically for mental health uh, patients and for mental health um, uh, issues. Uh, and so, the role of the committee uh, will be responsible for regulating mental health facilities as one would predict, and also mental health service providers, along with the mm-hmm. patients' rights and uh, uh, patients' rights committee. So there was basically there's a control and follow-up committee regarding uh, regulating specifically and enforcing over the f- medical facilities and medical service providers, but also a special committee just focused on the, uh, the patients' rights. And then, uh, for example, the more specific uh, details, uh, the committee's role would include oversight of the mental health care facilities and also receipt and decision-making on grievances and objections of mental health patients regarding facilities' decisions. So this is quite important because you can imagine uh, patients may disagree uh, with their with the facilities' um, a treatment plan. Uh, and um, so there is an avenue now for the patients to lodge their objections and their grievances. And the, there is a specific committee that will that will be reviewing um, these grievances and will ultimately make decisions uh, uh, for, for, for the patients. Uh, and also uh, the committee will, among other things, uh, in addition to the ones I've described, also will um, be in charge of submitting, creating and submitting reports to the various uh, uh, authorities that also may be involved in the process or in the context of treatment of uh, mental health patients. Okay, so ultimately, uh, the natural next question is, what's going to ensure enforcement of these rules? Are there, I don't know, penalties for those violating the provisions of the mental health law or on those who infringe on patient rights? Absolutely. And uh, there's a fairly robust section in the law that sets out uh, penalties and punishments for all those who violate the provisions of the law and who infringe on any of the patient's rights. Uh, so, and the penalties can be quite severe, by the way. So, while uh, they can range from anything from 50,000 dirhams to 200,000 dirhams, uh, certain acts in addition to that are also uh, can be punishable by imprisonment. Uh, so on uh, on one hand, the, for example, forging a medical report, 
uh, with the intention of admitting a mental health patient into a facility uh, is penalized with a penalty ranging from 50,000 to 200,000 dirhams. Um, I think this is a, a very interesting um, provision because we certainly, if, even in our practice, have heard of at least reports, allegations of people being, being admitted um, uh, into facilities on the basis of forged reports uh, or that, that these reports have been submitted in court cases because, especially, for example, in, in battles for custody, uh, because um, somebody is trying to, uh, it happens often with men that are trying to present these kinds of um, uh, reports to, to be able to take the custody away from the mother. This is something we have seen in our practice specifically. Uh, um, one of the other uh, interesting penalties to note is um, the, about mistreatment of patients. Um, so mistreatment of men, mental health or, or psychiatric care patients uh, by medical personnel specifically, and the medical personnel that sort of cares for them, was supposed to care for them. Uh, so any violations by, by them are punishable by at least one year imprisonment and also a fine uh, ranging from 50,000 dirhams to 100,000 dirhams. Uh, this is for those interested is specifically addressed in Article 54. Uh, so I think this is, this is uh, uh, very important because... Um, I'm sure this is not new, but uh, there have been plenty of reports of uh, patients being mistreated by those who are supposed to take care of them. And obviously, in the case of uh, those who already suffer from medical, uh, from uh, medical mental uh, health problems, so you can imagine those patients are even more vulnerable and even more susceptible to potential abuse. Um, so this law is very specific on um, penalties that are assigned to those who are in the position of trust and custody uh, over, uh, over the patients. And if they abuse, uh, abuse that trust, there is a very specific uh, penalty that's attached to those crimes. Uh, and um, the law also provides kind of a catch-all uh, penalty for any uh, for anybody who repeats that same offense. Uh, if these penalties I've just mentioned, uh, they they can be doubled. Um, so hopefully, this will serve as a, as a effective deterrent from anyone who wants to potentially uh, uh, you know, abuse the system or their position. Final question, Ludmilla. Um, at a high level, what? your kind of overall view uh, regarding this mental health law? Well, it certainly is a historical step, and it's a step in the right direction in terms of mental health and psychiatric care. Uh, in the UAE in particular, because um, uh, we've experienced the last three years fundamental legislative uh, development and progress and evolution. But until that time, uh, I'm sure you and I can recall cases of a lot of people who definitely needed uh, mental, uh, mental. I mean, they were suffering from mental health and they needed specialized support. And in many cases, um, you know, especially those who say, suffer from depression. And previously, there was this kind of fear that uh, anyone who suffers from depression potentially wants to kind of take it a step further, um, that there would be criminal sanctions uh, that would, would be imposed. People actually even were afraid to report uh, that um, that somebody that they knew or somebody who might have suffered these kinds of uh, conditions, um, that you know, not only were there not specialized, dedicated facilities so much uh, to be able to encourage people to come and seek treatment. In fact, a lot of people were afraid that they uh, actually would be penalized um, 
and so in addition there's also a cultural stigma and this is this is not surprising it actually is the case in a lot of other cultures a lot of cultures any kind of mental health is is often so laughed at if you will or at least not taken seriously uh, and um, and therefore a lot of people who truly suffer from mental health do not have a chance to uh, to um, even find sympathy amongst uh, their own uh, peers and their own community uh, let alone have dedicated facilities uh, to encourage these people to uh, come forward and address these issues early on and um, in many ways the UAE until recently didn't really have, uh, uh, at least in terms of the legislative framework, uh, did not have um, uh, tools uh, for people to, uh, both not just for patients, but also for the medical uh, facilities to kind of to follow, to know uh, what uh, each side's sort of rights and obligations and and, uh, possibilities are. Uh, so with this, uh, now this is there's a very clear legislative roadmap, if you will, in terms of uh, who can provide care, um, how are they supposed to be licensed, uh, what the conditions and the requirements that attach to them, uh, and um, what types of uh, uh, treatment may be available, uh, who can avail themselves uh, of these services, and uh, and generally basically a lot more information uh, with the overall objective to uh, create a, a forum for people to be able to do not be afraid uh, to report and to ultimately have uh, specialized professional facilities uh, to be able to uh, seek treatment. And um, you know, perhaps for the time being, this law is just and and our discussion in particular may sound a little legalese and a little kind of rigid in a sense but uh, but this is a starting point because the most important is that now now that we know in legal terms there is a foundation to rely on and so with this obviously there'll be a lot more discussion that will take place in the public um, and in the communities about now that we know that we have the backup, the support of a, of a legal uh, framework to, to rely on. Uh, so therefore, this obviously will um, allow people to, um, to talk about these issues a lot more freely uh, and, um, uh, and therefore encourage people to uh, start learning more, researching, and ultimately, um, um, hopefully, seek treatment when need be uh, and also for for family and friends to know that there is uh, some there's there are options for them to also help loved ones because as i said earlier there's also these this kind of the the compulsive uh, treatment if you will that's obviously treatment uh, in the way of people against their will and that you know how do you do that that's not simple so the law here specifically also addresses that part of it and addresses parts of um, compulsive treatment in the case of for example for minor substance abuse think about it i mean that's that's huge so because these are as, as much as as we would like to not ever have to deal with these kinds of issues and think that these issues you know, don't exist in this society as much, they do exist. And so for parents to know, for example, that there is now a way without having to worry that their children will end up uh, or that they'll be deported or the children or that they'll somebody will end up in jail, they can actually now there's a specific legal framework for them to be able to to rely on to uh, seek admission and also not be afraid that their children uh, will, uh, you know, will get into sort of legal trouble because now, as per the law, there's also specific facilities that will exist uh, to uh, to help treat minors with these kinds of conditions. Uh, 
so, um, uh, so those kind of more contextual, perhaps, uh, examples of uh, or comments about why this law is is important and timely, especially in a place like the UAE. Uh, so, but it is also one of the first laws of this sort in the region, not just in the UAE, and uh, certainly is one of the most progressive ones in terms of patient care, uh, regulation of the industry, and the provision of accessible facilities. Uh, so, also generally, the, the law transcribes like just kind of practices, uh, the best practices um, that uh, that are to be followed by professionals here and is based on a lot of the best practices taken from um, other countries. Uh, and, you know, in our in our practice alone, I have to tell you, we've seen, obviously, me part of it is because <laughs> we're too old and we've been around for too long, so we have seen all sorts of examples of this, but we have seen cases of people... Um, needing ment- mental uh, health care and um, you know in the past we've, we've actually represented we've, we've dealt with cases uh, related to mental health care and um, you know and, and we've been believe it or not and visited um, these kinds of hospitals ourselves psychiatric hospitals uh, and uh, sort of on behalf of our basic clients who, whose loved ones um, had to be admitted um, so um, so we actually have specific um, specific experience in terms of in terms of how you know what, what facilities exist and uh, um, from a kind of a inside view, if you will, of uh, some of these psychiatric hospitals uh, when we visited our um, sort of clients and, and their loved ones. Um, so I think this is a very, very important because in the past, I, to be honest with you, uh, we weren't even sure in terms of legal, uh, legal kind of advice, you know, what to even uh, rely on. But now it's it's going to give us a lot more tools to be able to guide clients uh, kind of early on. Uh, so um, I just you share some examples. You know, we've had um, uh, we've had a few examples of where, uh, let's say, a, a client's uh, loved loved one just disappears uh, somewhere in Dubai, and uh, and it's someone who had had previous conditions of uh, uh, mental health uh, issues. And so, um, what do you do when somebody disappears? Think about it. There are a few hospitals that we have, um, as I said earlier, visited that spe- uh, that specialize in these kinds of issues. Uh, but you know, when the first time we dealt with this issue, you, just don't, you don't even really know where to go. You just know the person disappeared at a mall. You know, where to call? Um, and because even though this person had had the history, it wasn't like they were on record. There was a record of them because it wasn't a place for, for them to have been admitted as a patient or have had a file as that kind of a patient. So um, we had to kind of go to the basics, uh, go to the place, the mall, talk to security, find out from security, yes, they had, and then through security, we learned, yes, there was a person that they saw that was kind of acting like they needed, you know, they needed help. And so then, you know, security calls the police, the police takes the person to a special medical facility. uh, And then, you know, because the person is found out there without any kind of identification. So it's not like you, you know, the, the family gets a call from from the facility. Hey, we've got some such person. Uh, so uh, it required quite a bit of uh, footwork for us to go and um, 
uh, find, uh, visit some of these facilities and, and look for the person, find the person and then kind of figure out, okay, so you know, how bad they are, how long they should be there. Uh, because that's a perfect example of when somebody is being, uh, treated against their will, right? Because there, they will be brought, brought by the police, uh, and, um, their belongings, yeah. you know, and it's like, it's, it's, there's a lot of issues that are related to this. I tell you this because we know it from our own experience is that, you know, there's issues. The patient said, oh, you know, like when I came in, I had all my money and I all my makeup and my keys. And obviously they, depending on how bad their mental mental state is at that time, they may be questioning, they may be arguing. Um, so it's, I, from experience, I have to tell you, we have been impressed by the facilities themselves and how they handled it. They had very strict protocols of documenting all the personal possessions uh, that were on the patient when uh, were checked in um they had fairly detailed reports of all the medication they were um that they were being administered uh so and it was fairly kind of you know, i don't want to say uh, welcoming place, but it was pretty, pretty efficient and, and clear and easy to deal with. Uh, but, um, you know, but it's, it, it felt like more of these kind of centers were developed, uh, in response to, to dealing with practical cases. Uh, but there wasn't actually much of, uh, or, um, or if any, perhaps of a, a legal framework, uh, under which specialized facilities would be set up around um, around the country with perhaps special protocols giving people advanced tools to be able to register their um, those that they their you know, patients kind of in advance so they have a file so that in the future something like this happens there's already a file and there's special special doctor assigned a special facility where people could be treated so these are just some of uh, kind of uh, practical examples of uh, that I thought would be interesting to bring up because we have seen it ourselves firsthand and we could just help just by virtue of being here boots on the ground but in legal ways there wasn't really any kind of tools that we should you know we actually had with us to be able to do uh, much beyond kind of the practical assistance that is another logical the new law surrounding mental health here in the uae as ever thank you for watching listening or both and thanks to our legal expert managing partner at yamalava and pleska here in dubai ludmilla yamalava your expertise and knowledge uh, once again ludmilla Thank you for sharing. Thank you. Find us at LY Law, social media, Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, TikTok. All our podcasts are free at lylawyers.com for a legal question answered in an episode of Logical or by a qualified UAE experienced legal professional. All you need to do is go to lylawyers.com and click contact.